Welcome to the fucking tech show number 5, on January the 30th, 2018. Creative's terrible Vista drivers. Hey creative boss, uh, Windows Vista's coming out. Fuck it. Uh, uh creative boss, um, we have some uh, 64-bit operating systems coming out, what do we do? Fuck it. Everybody. Welcome to the fucking tech show number five. <laughs> How's it going, man? I'm okay. I'm doing good. Oh, glad to hear that. <laughs> good news, uh, sort of. I managed to hack my way into uh, the iTunes podcast directory. And uh, you can subscribe to both tracks, the everything Uh because fucking tech has been refused on uh, Apple Podcasts. But you can subscribe to Botrack's The Everything feed. Uh, but, however, uh, you'll get everything that I produce and participate in and all my jingles and all kinds of shit. You'll get English shows, French shows, uh, jingles, uh, uh, all kinds of different other shows that I participate in that are not mine. So you'll get tons of shit, uh, but among other things, you, you'll get fucking tech also. So it's a mixed bag, but at least <coughs> you can subscribe from iTunes or Apple Podcasts. This show is cre- titled Creative's Terrible Vista Drivers. This is an article from March 30th, 2008. Now, obviously, this is 10 years ago almost. Uh, I'm recording this uh, January 30th, 2018. Now, the issues uh, outlined here are not uh, issues anymore, uh, but you'll see uh, that there was, it was a dark time for creative, uh, creative, the guys who make the sound cards, like the sound blasters, the company is called creative and they, and they made, uh, in 2008, they had, uh, they had issues with drivers. Uh, Vista just came out and they couldn't get any drivers for it. So it was fucking terrible. So this is what I wrote up uh, back then. And um, I'll, I'll uh, update on the current situation with uh, what's going on after that. So, Creative's terrible Vista drivers. I have a Creative Sound Blaster Audigy 2 ZS that has worked uh, pretty good with Windows XP. Now it seems the sound card is doomed to die with XP. Creative's limp into the future. Now I have a 64-bit processor and I'm ready to upgrade to Windows Vista 64-bit, you know. Leaping into the technology uh, of the future and leaving 32-bit to rot in the past. There is only one problem. My Audigy 2 sound card does not have drivers for Vista that enable the same functionality that that I have in XP, namely EAX HD. You know, it would be nice to run my new quad-core baby and its 8800 GT video card with some hot EAX HD sound. Well, Creative doesn't think so. Creative does not consider Audigy 2 to be good enough for Vista. When looking for Vista 64-bit drivers for Audigy uh, 2, here is what I find. Creative Sound Blaster Audigy Series Vista Driver 
0002, dated March 16th, 2007. Wow. No driver updates in over a year, dude. Vista has been available for creative and beta release. For them to update their drivers to work with Vista since 2005-2006. So in over three years of beta testing windows, they couldn't come up with drivers. But wait, that's not all. Not only are there no new drivers in over a year, they are crippled and do not have hot EAX HD as mentioned by the release notes from over a year ago. Here are the known issues. Applications from the original Sound Blaster Audigy CD will not work with this download. Users are advised to use Audio Console included in this download to change speaker configurations. I think there was another software to do that and they included the, the Audio Console, like the basic thing. This driver does not support the following. Decoding of Dolby, Digital D and DTS signals, DVD audio, direct sound-based EAX games, game ports, 6.1 speaker mode, and SPDIF pass-through is supported on Vista 32-bit only. Right. So you were telling me that in over a year, you could not get these features to work in Vista? Brilliant. Now I'm in 2008 and I have jack shit to use my Audigy 2 in Vista. X-fucked. When you support your customers that use older products, you are in very good shape to have them buy your new products again in the future. Here is the proof. Since I had no Audigy 2 love for Vista, I then decided to shop around for an XFi. Knowing it is a newer product and probably has full function drivers for Windows 64-bit. I was happy that I could have some EAX HD in Vista. Well, Creative doesn't think so. Creative does not think that their XFi card is good enough for Vista. XFi is just not working properly in Vista yet. Even with XFi being Creative's flagship product, XFi has problems with systems that have more than 4 gigs of RAM. What the fuck? Having more than the four, uh, having more than four gigs of RAM in my system is the reason why I am running 64-bit. But X5 has problems with that. Unfucking believable. Now get this: Creative is even going against Daniel K, some dude who is making Creative drivers work the way they should. That is fucking kick-ass. This also shows how some guy does better than a big company. Creative does not realize that Daniel K is helping Creative have their own products actually work and they want him to stop. Yeah, great PR move, Creative. Fucking brilliant. Not only that, Creative purposely disable features for the Audigy drivers when Vista is detected on install. Also, some mad greets to the Dig community for raising this shitstorm that Creative deserves. Creative certainly is showing that they have no interest in their products to work in Vista. Fucking retarded. PCI slow-mo. Okay, so no love for Audigy 2 and X5 for Vista. So I decided to see if Creative had any newer products that work in PCI Express instead of PCI. Their offering does not even do EAX at all. Creative, are you fucking serious? The PCI Express Supreme FX2 that comes with my motherboard is looking like a better option for Vista than my Audigy 2 right now. At least this card has some EAX on it when compared to Creative's PCI Express, PCI Express board. 
I wonder what I will do when faced with the option of buying new hardware that will not even work when I have free hardware with my motherboard. Yeah, no shit. Fuck creative. Creative killed all the fuzzies. Creative just does not give me warm fuzzies anymore. I never had warm fuzzies in the first place when having to downgrade from my Gravis ultrasound to a sound blaster when Gravis killed their sound card division. You can't make Audigy 2 work in Vista when everything else on my system does. And not even your newer X5 works in Vista. I never had super warm fuzzies for creative, but now all the fuzzies are dead. No more fucking fuzzies from creative. Fucking terrible. You see, I'm trying to buy your products, but you don't want me to buy any of your song cards. I am shopping right now to buy a laptop sound card for my netcasting, but get what? Guess what? That's right. It's not going to happen with a creative product. You simply don't give a fuck about your song card business anymore. I really think creative is dead as far as song card products go. Creative products are capable, and Vista has been around quite long enough for creative to produce functional drivers for Audigy 2 XY and XY, but creative is doing fuck all. Fuck you, creative. I am not likely to purchase any of your fucking tech anytime soon. All right, so that's my reading of an uh, article called Creative's Terrible Vista Drivers. Now, right now, in 2018, end of January, uh, these things are not really issues anymore. It just was a bad time where Vista or Creative was just not fucking doing anything for Vista drivers. Um, now, the X5 card that I bought uh, while I was when I wrote this, uh, because I, I thought my Auto G2 was fucked, uh, it was like uh, end of line, uh, of end of life, so I bought an X5. And the X5 wasn't even better. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. So, uh, right now, I'm running the same X5 card 10 years later in my machine. And the driver situation has changed. Now I'm running Windows 10 and Windows 10 will detect the X5 card, uh, install proper drivers that come from Windows Update and they're actually creative drivers from Creative. And then installed the Creative's, uh, creative's audio console and stuff, basic drivers. And it even comes with the uh, Creative Auto Update and allows me to download the extra software um, I think there's the EAX emulator for uh, games and stuff. So uh, all that stuff, uh, like it works fine now. There's, there's no issue. I'm running a Windows 10 64-bit uh, 10 years later, and obviously drivers are not an issue anymore. So it's not a... So <clears throat> it's been resolved. <laughs> it's been resolved. I'm running the... Uh, I'm using x Fatality Pro Titanium something. It's a PCI Express card. It's a shielded card with um, expansion you can add to the front of the computer. And uh, I'm not actually using that as my main sound card for the computer. Uh, I'm using that as a Skype in and out card connected to my mixer. So my mixer feeds it in and out and in, and uh, th that card is dedicated for Skype calls when I do my other shows. My Because I've, I've sort of migrated out of creative, uh, I moved into shit. Uh, Shit is a company that makes uh, audio devices, uh, of, of, I guess audiophile uh, grade type of thing, or better sounding quality for the price. 
good price devices that sound really good. Um, I use the Bifrost DAC, uh, Bifrost Uber, the shit Bifrost Uber, because um, I bought the Uber um, uh, extension or uh, upgrade, because you can upgrade some of the, these components yourself. And I have the first generation Asgard uh, headphone amp. So that's my uh, sound card for my computer right now. So that's uh, external DAC. And I coupled it with uh, ground loop isolator. And I have some Bose speakers, uh, Companion 2. And I sort of like uh, have a little thing going on with the cables where I split the cables with ground loop isolator so I don't have any feedback anywhere. And um, so, yeah, so I can uh, switch between my speakers and my uh, headphone amp just by turning them off, on or off. So that's good. And uh, yeah, X5 is connected to my mixer and that's dedicated for Skype and I have a ground loop isolator in and out for that also on the XLR. So that's cool. So I got the great uh, Skype call quality with 32 bit 192 kilohertz on my X5 card. <laughs> And I think the input on the X5 card is 24-bit, 20, uh, 96 kHz, I think. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, so the X5, I still use the X5, but it's dedicated uh, Skype sound card for my shows. All right, so that's that. So uh, things are not an issue anymore. Things are better. We're living in the future. The future is much better. The future is bright, my friends. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so that's that for Creative's Terrible Vista Drivers. All right, now just for shits and giggles, I'm going to play some uh, jingles. Uh, I'm going to play one jingle. In the next shows, I'll, I'll try to find some other jingles to play. I'll just play one at a time, um, just just for fun. And uh, I'm going to play you right now a jingle that I made. No one asked me to do it. I just did it. Uh, was It's for the, the now defunct BDORadio.com. And uh, the guy who actually produced the, the Drug Ring 2167 uh audio i don't know how do you call it a series not a series but it's uh, like a uh, saga story anyways fucking amazing um we'll have to put that online somewhere it's brilliant stuff um so this is this is a jingle i just made for video radio uh just for fun uh not related to tech at all N not unrelated and after that we'll uh, read some bullshit seen online the following events are true to life. They really happened. For reals. They really did. No joke. I know this is a comedy show, but the following events really happened. On February 8th, 2009, Boltrax is playing live both the Grammys on TV and BDO Radio streaming on the internet. He chooses BDO Radio. Why? Because BDO Radio fist fucks the Grammys like the little dipshit, bitchy slut whore it is. That's why. Bevis is a volunteer firefighter that is ass-raping the Australian forest fires. He has not slept in three days. He makes time to listen to BDO Radio Live because nobody tells a real man what to do. Not even fire. Rock, paper, scissors, BDO beats fire! BDO Radio. Better than the Grammys and good enough to stop fighting deadly Australian forest fires. Know your place in this universe. BDORadio.com So fuck that shit, man. All right, here's some uh, bullshit seen online. Uh, an article appeared on Engadget from uh, September 4th, 2000, 2017. 
Behold, the camera is destroyed by the solar eclipse. <laughs> the eclipse came and went amidst the media hullabaloo. Much of the coverage focused on where and how you could watch the event. And almost every report carried a word of warning. Protect your eyes. Trump didn't listen, but most others did. Photography enthusiasts were also probably aware of the fact that the eclipse can also put cameras at risk. After all, the last thing you want is to damage your expensive piece of kit. Well, as it turns out, some people weren't in the know. As leaning camera rental company Lens Rentals points out, a bunch of its pricey snappers were damaged by the event, and it's got pictures to prove it. Another word of warning, look away now if you don't like seeing broken camera equipment. The photos include one of a Panasonic 20mm f1.7 lens that had its aperture blades partially melted by the sun during the eclipse. Another image shows a Canon 7D Mark II, which has... Uh, had both its shutter and sensor burned by the heat. <laughs> the album of horrors also included uh, the the album of horrors also includes pics of a melted mirror on a Nikon D500 and an eleven point five thousand dollar Canon EF 600 millimeter uh, lens, again taking damage to its aperture blades. Although the majority of gear came back unscathed, it seems the owners of these rentals didn't heed the company's advice. Lens rentals had repeatedly warned customers to attach a solar filter to the end of the lenses to protect the lens elements and camera sensor. This is just a few of the pieces of gear we've gotten back that have shown damage from the eclipse, wrote Lens Rentals. They will hopefully serve as a warning to those who are already prepping for the next eclipse in 2024. Well, I don't know. I think uh, everyone will uh, forget about le melted le uh, <laughs> covers <laughs> and aperture blades. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So, uh, yeah. So you can't uh, take pictures of eclipses. And uh, I don't know, is that bad design or just uh, we can't we can't mitigate for that? There's there's gotta be ways, but uh, like the company said, there's filters, so uh, <laughs> don't point your camera at eclipses. And now for some more bullshit seen online. September 12, thousand seventeen. Google Drive down in parts of U.S. Google Drive services are down in parts of the U.S. The outage has been confirmed by Google, which says it's working on resolving the issues. G Suite services slated at um, oh, G Suite services stated at 17 hour 48 GMT that they were investigating reports of an issue with Google Drive. At 18:04, it said the problem should have already been resolved. So, 15 minutes. <laughs> Users across the U.S., however, are still reporting issues with the service on Down Detector. That's a website that detects down sites. Reports of problems within the U.S. have been made from users across Denver, Illinois, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, and New York. Well, that's the beauty of the cloud, isn't it? It's uh, 
Some issues with Google Drive were also reported earlier in Canada, Singapore, the UK, and Bosnia. Many users have posted that they have now regained access to the cloud storage and file backup services. Google announced in June that it will shut down the Google Drive application for PC and Mac users in March 2018. Support will be cut off on December 11, 2017, while the app will, uh, will be closed completely on March 12. Users will then have the option of using Google's new desktop application, Drive Filestream. Uh, I don't think that's what it's called. Uh, <laughs> which promises to free up hard drive space by allowing access to Google Drive files on demand and directly from your computer. Users will still be able to access the Google Drive service from the web and smartphone apps. Uh, I think it's called Backup and uh, Backup and Sync or something. So anyways. So yeah, the beauty of the cloud. Um, it's, it's like, a, it's it's not a cloud. The, the cloud. the cloud is just someone else's computer. Um, you don't really control that, do you? It's not like having your own data on your own drives and... Uh, at least, at least have local backups or uh, on, uh, backups on your own drives where you don't have to rely on cloud services. If you like the fucking tech show, please share it. Fucking tech is an underground tech show not listed in many places. And it's even blacklisted in content filters for pornography. Imagine that. Fucking content filters. Find us on fuckingtech.com. Twitter.com slash fucking tech. Facebook.com slash FKN tech. And also on baladoquebec.ca. Now, when I'll get around to actually making one, all the links will be in the contact section of the fuckingtech.com website. Okay, we'd like to, we'd like to disconnect. We'd like to disconnect, please. Okay, so why is it that you don't want the faster speed? Help me understand why you don't want faster internet. Help me understand why you can't just disconnect us. Does your internet provider make you want to punch a Nazi? Then switch to the fucking tech internet service now. Oh, our service is so fantastic. It we, we, we got flying unicorns that shit rainbows. <laughs> so magical. And when you log on, we have that 3D interface from the Hackers movie. You're gonna love it so much. To support fuckingtech.com, switch your internet service to our service right now. Oh, I know you like flying unicorns. Fuckingtech.com internet service. Fuckingtech.com.